Welcome to the Anchor Church Podcast. To learn more about Anchor Church, go to www.anchorchurch.life. During our Love Maitland series, we learn how to practically live out the Great Commission. Jesus said, this is the first and greatest commandment. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it. Love others as you love yourself. So the question is, do you love? I mean, do you really live the definition of love? Are you patient? Are you kind? Do you celebrate in the blessings of others? Are you humble? Have you died to self? Are you slow to anger? Do you keep no record of wrongs? Do you always protect? Always trust? Always hope? Always persevere? This is what it means to love, the way God intended. So the question remains, do you love? That is the question, and that is really kind of the basis of the whole series that we're doing, which is called Love Maitland. And uh, we've been talking about the Great Commission, but that, that, that um, scripture that is referenced right here in that video is, is, is um, something we've talked about before here at Anchor Church. And, and, and I've, I love it because it is, um, it is known as uh, the, the, the marriage or the, the typical verse that is read at a, at a wedding. But I think it's one of the greatest leadership lessons that we can possibly ever receive from Scripture, and it's the whole definition of what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love doesn't, um, love doesn't boast. The, the, it's slow to anger. It goes through all these different things, and, and the greatest thing that you could ever do is insert yourself into that Scripture and say, um, me, myself, Justin, am I patient? Is Justin kind? Is Justin slow to anger? And you really start to develop and understand what love really is and how I can apply it to my own life and how I can start to lead my own life uh, and then lead others with the same respect and understand that, that love is all these different things. And sometimes I feel like we forget that. And so uh, I would challenge you to take a look at that scripture uh, and, and really just find out, you know what, you know, put yourself through that litmus test. Am I, am I really living out love that Christ has, uh, has challenged us all to live out. So the idea of love Maitland is simply this, that, that it is not just Maitland that we love, but we are, we are planted here. We, in Anchor Church is in Maitland. We are in Maitland. We're a part of Maitland uh, Middle School, Domerick Elementary School. That's where we are. That's where God has us. So God has us in this area, in this neighborhood, in this community, and in the surrounding area to be able to love on them. And so this month, we've been able to do some amazing things as far as the kids have been participating. They, they wrote cards. You guys did an awesome job writing cards for the policemen and for the uh, police women and for the firefighters and uh, to the senior citizens at Savannah's uh, court. Uh, they've been a part of that as well, but we've gone and we've been able to, to, to provide lunch for the police officers. We've been able to provide lunch for the, for the firefighters. And, and just really the whole point of this series and the whole point of, of this is just to be able to recognize the Great Commission and the opportunity that we have to be able to love our neighbor, which was commanded to us from Jesus, to love God and to love our neighbor. And so when we take that great commandment, and take it seriously and apply it to the great commission that Jesus has given us to go to all the world and to preach the gospel 
and to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and, uh, and, to, and to just be a part of that great commission. It, it's, it's an important thing, and love is at the heart of all of it. And so, so uh, I'm not going to do the Kiki challenge up here. Kiki, do you love me? Thank you for the one laugh over there. Everybody else is like, I have no idea what you're talking about, but that's fine. But anyway, I'm not going to do that. But I will say this, that, that love really kind of is the heart of it all. And so when we talk about love, Maitland, we want to love our area, our city, our neighbors. And it goes beyond that. It goes beyond the walls of this church. It goes beyond the walls of our, our area. And it goes to all the world. And we, we talked about it the week one. Week one, we talked about how when we are called to go to all the world, to all nations, it is not necessarily divided, bordered nations that are around the world, which, yes, it is. I've been to Kenya this year to be able to participate in a few different things, and many of you gave towards uh, building a new or refurbishing a new classroom in Kenya at, at the beginning of the year. And, um, and, and, and that yes, that is to be able to do that. We can, we can pray, we can give, we can go and be a part of something like that on the other side of the world, but but it also is here. It's in our own backyard. It's in our own neck of the woods, as, um, as Al Roker would say. Isn't that Al Roker's thing, the neck of the woods? Or is that, what was Willard Scott's? Am I, am I old school enough to know who wants to be sp- sponsored by Smuckers? Anybody? <laughs> Nobody? Nobody wants to claim that right now, right? Yeah, I forget what Willard Scott used to say. But yeah, uh, he's, he says, in your own neck of the woods. But in our own neck of the woods, we have nations, we have our own areas. We have our, our places that we have the opportunity to live out the Great Commission, to be able to, to present love, to love our neighbors, to care for people. We've talked about what that actually means. Uh, the second week of a series, Sean Coons, my friend, was here, and he talked about how we can recognize who our neighbors are. And we talked about the next week after that, generosity, and how generosity really is at the heart of the Great Commission. It doesn't necessarily mean of your finances. It means of your time, to be able to give of your time. It's something very, very special. It's something very, very difficult because sometimes we put a lot of weight on our time. Some people would say time is money. I can't give of my time. But when we actually give of our time, we are generous with our time. That is a part of the Great Commission. When we are giving of our talents, for those of us that, uh, that have a special skill to be able to play up here on the stage, that is giving of a talent to be able to listen and to hear and be at the back sound booth and understand and, and be able to know how to work all the dials. That is a talent to be able to do different things that people know how to do and to be able to give them to the Lord, to be able to give of your talents. And that may be on a business end, that may be on a just back, like physical labor end, you all have talents. God has gifted you with a talent, and you can be generous with it. It is of our treasure, of our finances. To be able to give of our finances is a generous thing, and to be able to give of a testimony, our time, talent, treasure, and testimony. To be able to share your story with somebody and be generous with that, because sometimes we hold dear and near and dear to our, our stories because we don't want people to know what we've been through, but God has done something through those stories to be able to lift you up, and you should be able to share that as a t- testimony to what the, God, what, what the Lord is doing, and, uh, and that's how we can give and be generous of our testimony. And then the week after that, which was last week, we talked about compassion. And we talked about how it's so important for us to be able to understand the Great Commission and to be able to understand how compassion plays an important and pivotal role in this. 
and how this church is birthed on the idea that we want to love those that need love the most and, and how we can be compassionate towards our brothers and sisters. And that could be to all people. And we could show love to them with being, um, being patient, being kind, being uh, all these things that we read about and what love is defined as. And so today, this week, I want to talk about something that we probably should have started with, which is family. Today's family day. We have our kids and we have our families in here together and families are sitting together. And we talk about just our opportunity as a family to live out the Great Commission. But I was thinking we kind of did this backwards. Like we should have started with this because... Really, if we're going to understand the Great Commission, if we're going to understand all nations, if we're going to understand being able to go to different nations to be able to spread the gospel, spread the love of Jesus, if we're going to understand generosity, if we're going to be able to extend this arm of generosity to the people around us, if we're going to be able to extend this arm of compassion to the people around us, we first have to learn how we can love our families and to be able to, to, to live out the Great Commission in our families before it goes beyond the walls of, of this little space that we have in our lives. And, and this word that I have, we've had a word of the day over the last couple weeks, and this word today that I want to share with you is oikos. You guys, are you familiar with that word? That's some good yogurt, right? I was thinking about this. So this, this, this Greek, it's Greek yogurt, oikos. Oikos yogurt. But the word oikos in Greek really means family. It's, it's like a household. It's a household. It means several different things. A lot of different things kind of get encompassed in this one word. It means a household. It means a family. It actually means the family's possessions. And it means the home or the dwelling itself. But when we think about this word oikos, we talk about our family and everything that encompasses who our family is. And so the Great Commission is for Oikos, this word itself is, is, is used several times uh, in Scripture in the original language, and it talks about uh, just this, this idea of a household or as a family. But there's also another definition in a social term, and it goes like this. It says that it is a sphere of influence. So not only is it just this area that we have in our homes or our dwelling places or the people that are a part of our family, it's also our sphere of influence, which also can be what? Nations. Think about it. This church family is an oikos. We don't have an actual oikos dwelling place. This is a place that we borrow and we rent. But to be able to come in and be a part of a family is being a part of an oikos or people that are around us. Our neighborhoods and the people that we are right around where we live, that is our oikos if we're actually doing it right, if we actually are in community or, or getting to know our neighbors and loving on our neighbors the best that we possibly can, the people that are part of our area are our oikos. The people that we have an influence on in our workplaces, that, that is an oikos. Our friends that, that we are close to, it is an oikos. So I say all of that to understand the idea of, of who Jesus is and his model of ministry, all right? So we see this time and time again repeated and shown to us in the, in the, in the model of, that Jesus lives for us. And it starts when he first is baptized. Jesus is baptized, and we read about it in, um, 
in, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, it says this, that after Jesus was baptized, he went up immediately from the water, and the heavens suddenly opened up for him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down on him. It's this magical moment, right? And there came the voice from heaven, which was God the Father, and he says this. He said, this is my beloved Son. Take delight in him. So from this very moment, this is Jesus being baptized. This is, this, this is like his coming out party. John the Baptist was there, and he was the one that was baptizing everybody in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He talked about how, how um, soon there would be a day when Jesus would be there, and then all of a sudden, this magical moment where Jesus shows up, and, and John the Baptist doesn't even feel like he's qualified. It's, I mean, his last name is Baptist. Uh, doesn't feel qualified to be able to, Baptist, to baptize Jesus. And, um, and, and, and Jesus says, no, no. You can baptize me. And this, this moment happens, and it's like his coming out part. This is really when Jesus' ministry really first begins, right here on earth. This is really when it starts to happen. It shapes and it starts to happen in this moment right here. And what is really special about this is that God says with his audible voice at this time, he said, this is my beloved son. I take delight in him. It's this first idea of family of this of this oikos that is beginning in this moment and so from here Jesus goes and he starts to gather his disciples he goes and he handpicks different people from different places from all over the world not all over the world all over the area and all different types of um, all different types of walks of life and some people pursued him he pursued other people but one of the common things that we see is he says hey if you want to be a part of this Come and see and be a part of what is happening. So kids, I want to say this one time with our kids. I want to make sure that we understand. So kids that are out there, that I want to, I want to, I want to practice this word oikos. So if you leave here today, kids, I want you to understand oikos. Can you say oikos? Just the kids. Oikos. Yeah, there you go. Oikos. All right, here one more time. Oikos. Thank you. All right, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. But listen, oikos is family. Say oikos is family. All right. So it's important for us to understand that this idea is birthed from Jesus. And as he's starting to develop and gain his disciples, he is starting to develop his oikos, his tight group of people, his sphere of influence, his household. Are these people actually his brothers and sisters? Yes, trick question, because James is a half-brother of Jesus, and James is a part of that. But no, most for the most part, it's not his family. These are all just guys that he's pulled and got to be a part of what he is a part of, which is the mission of God. It's not like the Blues Brothers, you know. Okay, never mind. It's old school. <clears throat> but they're on a mission from God. And they, they want to go and, and be a part of something. And, and at, at the end of the day, Jesus dismisses, dismisses his disciples and says, go to all the world. But, but like I said, I should have started here because this is where it all forms. Jesus gets his tight-knit group of guys, his oikos, his family together, and he develops them and he challenges them. He takes them from point A to point B. It is not the same when he first started at come and see to the point where at the end he's telling, he's telling Peter, you know, get behind me, Satan. 
If, if you're going to follow me, you've got to take up your cross. You've got to accept the death penalty. So it goes from come and see to accept your pending death and come follow me. But all the while, he is taking this group of guys, his oikos, and developing them and challenging them and helping them grow and helping them understand the way of the Lord and getting them to the point where they are willing to sacrifice their life for the cause of Christ. What's the, we have the, ne- the next scripture I want to read is this. It says, Mark chapter 3, he said, uh, and this was, this was Jesus uh, really de- defining who his family is. And this is Jesus' mother, and his brothers came, and, and they were standing outside, and they sent word to him, and they called him. These are people. His mother and his brothers were outside, and they're like, hey, go get, the, go get Jesus real quick. We got, tell him that we're out here waiting on him. And a crowd was sitting looking at him and, and told him, look, your mother and your brothers and your sisters are all outside, and they're all asking for you. They want you to come out there. Come, you know, they've been calling your name. And he replied to them, who are my mother and my brothers? And looking about at those who were seated in the circle around him, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. And he was not seated with his actual mother and brothers. He was seated with his oikos, with the people that were following him and that were a part of everything that he was a part of. He said, this is my family. This is my sphere of influence. This is who I'm close to. This is my family. Yes, they are family by blood, but this, this is family. And so we have this opportunity in our lives. God has gifted us with a family. He's gifted us with a mother, a father, a brother, or a sister. He's, if you're a parent, he's, he's gifted you with a spouse. He's gifted you with, with kids. We all come from different walks of life, and we all come from different families, and, and, and family can be defined as many different ways for who, wherever your situation is. But we all have people who are family in our life, and we have the opportunity to live out the great commission with those that God has put around us that is blood. And I have been challenged over the last several months in my own personal life to really take that seriously. That I'm the leader of my household and I am so desperately trying my hardest to help my kids understand who Jesus is the significance of who he is, the significance of what he did and the importance of his life and what it means for us and what it means for all the world. And every single thing that we do, which is not true, and a lot of things that we do, I try to teach them certain values and certain things that, that we see in Scripture and, understand, and be able to break down and say, this is why we're doing what we're doing. Yesterday, we, we, we served as a family, went to Orlando Children's Church, which is just on the other side of this field that's over here, and they meet at uh, Maitland, First Baptist Maitland Church, First Baptist Church of Maitland. They meet there every Saturday. They rent that space. They rent the buildings. It's amazing to be a part of what they are part of, and they bus. They have probably 10 to 15 buses. They bus kids from all over Central Florida. And yes, I could have went and served by myself. Or my wife and I could have went and served by ourselves, but we, we brought our kids with us. And, and shout out to Tony. Tony was there yesterday. I want to thank you for being there and being a part of that. That was a special day for us to get to know you a little bit more and, and for you to be able to, to just serve alongside with us. But 
Um, it's important for us to be able to, to do things as a family. I like to think of us as a family on mission, not a family and mission or a family or mission, but a family on mission. And so when we do something like that, I like to explain to them, this is why we're doing what we're doing. We want to give of our time because this is something that we can actually be a part of. It, 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 again, our time. We could be doing a million other things right now. We could be hanging out as a family getting breakfast at Bagel King or something. But we want to, we want to give of our time to be able to be a part of something special. We might not have the most talents to be able to participate in some of these things that they're doing, but we can give up these certain talents. And, and so we got to be able to just hang around and throw the football or put glue and glitter on a paper and, and do whatever it is that we could do. And as a church, we've given to Orlando Children's Church in the past. So that's a treasure. And, 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 and the opportunity to be able to share a testimony was not there yesterday, but that is something that we can do as well. But it's the opportunity for us to be able to live on mission. We, we've opened our doors at our home to, to many of you, and, and, and if that hasn't happened yet, it will happen at some point. But we want to be able to live on mission and to be able to open our home. We believe that our home is a gift from God, that the only reason we, why we have that house is because God has us here in Maitland to be able to be a witness to him and to make his name famous. And so we open up our doors often for people to come in and just be able to sit down and share a meal and just get to learn and know about people for no other reason other than we just wanna, we just wanna share a meal with you. Because we want you to be a part of this oikos. But to be able to, to, to teach that to our kids, to be able to, Help them understand what it means to be able to live on mission is so important. And so for every single one of us in this room, I want to challenge you with this thought. That God has called you to a place and he has called you to a purpose. And are you living out that place? Are you living in your place for that purpose? He has called you to a place. And he has called you to a purpose, but are you living in that place for that purpose? Are you living on mission? Are you using your sphere of influence, whether that be in your family or in your neighborhood or the people that are around you, to be able to be a witness to him? Because that's the Great Commission. And we can do a lot of different things outside the walls of this church. But the most important thing is to understand our responsibility and the privilege that we have to be able to live for Christ within our oikos. I was thinking about the yogurt, right? We have the yogurt. We have the, the granola that you can put on. And if you get the right one, they have the fruit at the bottom. You know what I mean? It's a lot of different stuff that's kind of involved, right? Right? Like the yogurt, it's, I'm just making this up right now. This is not planned out. But the yogurt itself is like the family, right? But then the fruit is like, is, is like being on mission and, 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 and being a part of something that God has called you to. And, and then the little granola that you can sprinkle on top. It doesn't matter if you like granola or not, okay? Some of you just throw the granola away. And you, but like you, you, you sprinkle the granola on top. Those are the people that are around you in your life that you have this tremendous opportunity. I'm, not, I'm talking about like fringe people here, right? Like that you're kind of friends with or the people you thought, you know what, I could be friends with them. Or hey, wouldn't it be awesome if we hung out with these people a little bit more? 
Or, hey, what if I invited my friend at work to just come over for dinner, but you've never actually done it? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, this oikos that we have, it's a tremendous opportunity. I say it's an opportunity because it may not be lived out yet. There's people in your life that you have influence over that you're not necessarily grasping. And that's the granola that can be sprinkled on top. Now, if you're like me, when I eat my yogurt, I, I, I mix it all up, right? Like, I don't just take the granola off the top and then, eat, then just eat the, the, the yogurt by itself and then eat the fruit. Like, I feel like you're messed up if that's who you are. But like, you got to mix it up. But when you mix it all up, that's what makes it so delicious. That's what makes it so good. In this life, when we mix a little bit of our friends and the people that are around us within our sphere of influence, and we mix it with our family, and, and then we mix it with the opportunity to be able to serve the Lord, and we just put all that together, that is the tremendous, that's what the church is. And if you're missing out on that, I, I'm telling you, you need to be a part of it. If you're not here most weeks, it's understandable if you're not here a couple weeks of the month, I, I, I get that. But if you're not here, you're missed. If you're not a part of the church family and you're not a part of what is happening outside of the walls, if you're not a part of, of, a, of a small group or a part of an anchor group, you're missing out. If you're not a part of serving and being a part of something that's happening here on Sunday morning or it's happening outside on a, on a, on a, on a Friday afternoon when we go to the, to the firehouse to be able to bless the firefighters with a meal or coming on a Saturday morning to be at a part of Orlando Children's Church, you're missing out. You're missing out on the oikos. And it's not necessarily about everything that you could do and give away to the people around you, but it's understanding that you're a part of something that's special. It's part of the family. It's part of the family of God. You can be a part of something so much more. It's your oikos. And if your children aren't seeing you live this out, you're missing out. If your kids don't see you loving Christ by loving others, you're missing out. If they're not a part of loving Christ by loving others, they're missing out and you're missing out and you're missing out on something so special. And I want to challenge you with that today that be a part of the oikos. This is oikos, what you're sitting in and part of today. And it's a, it's a tremendous opportunity. And I want to welcome you and be a part of that. And one thing that we say at Anchor Church a lot is that we are family. And whether or not you have a family or you have a strong family, you have a broken family, we are family. We want you to feel welcome here. We want you to feel like this is the place for you to be able to experience love. But if you're not a part of it and then the other person that's on the other side of the room is not a part of it, it is not the oikos that we need. We're still separated. It's still the yogurt. It's still the fruit. It's still the granola. I'm telling you and I'm begging you to dip that spoon in and just start mixing it all up. Have fun with it. But that's the oikos. That's when we can really start to understand the Great Commission. It starts with us. If we're gonna be, if we're gonna make Jesus famous, if we're gonna love him, if we're gonna make something special happen around us and in our families, in our household, in our sphere of influence, it's gotta happen with us first. So today, first and foremost, I wanna challenge you to check your heart, like John Chris would say. That was a joke, but you know, that's fine. If it's over, it went over your head, that's fine. But, but, but seriously, check, check where you are. Is my relationship with the Lord where it needs to be? Do I love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind? Am I doing that? Because that is the great commandment. The great commandment says love God. So it, it, it's not love your neighbor and then love God. It is love 
the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Is that where you are right now? Because it's very, very popular in the church right now to just say, hey, we're going to love our neighbor. And that's good. But that's number two. Number one is loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, body, strength. If we can get that, if Jesus is made famous with us first, then we'll be able to utilize and have the opportunity to make him famous in the world around us. To be able to optimize our oikos. Optimize your oikos today by, by loving God. And then recognize your opportunity to take it to your family, to your neighbors, to your coworkers, to the community around you, to your state, to your country, to all the world. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more messages like this one.